Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an antidote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so my dad was not, my dad was not present when we were growing up. Like he was around, he lived in the same town. He lived within eyesight of my school, but I I never saw him. Like like were, were your mom and dad ever together? Uh, yeah, they divorced when I was like three or four. Okay. okay. And um, so we lived in the same county, but he just was not involved not in and yeah. wasn't present. And so I've got, in hindsight, some, you know, real tearjerker childhood memories of kind of imagining who he was or whatever. But I grew up hearing the snippets of what he was doing and what he was about. And drugs were a big part of his life mm. or and alcohol and I finally got curious enough whenever I got a driver's license that I would go. I, I just went. I just went and kind of got to know him. And mm. the story seemed mostly true. Okay. <laughs> there, there were some drugs on the coffee table. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I had grown up hearing him, hearing about him and some investigative work that he was doing. He thought he was a private investigator and everybody else thought he was crazy And drugs will do that. So just be careful with your recreational hobbies, kids. But whenever I went to him and kind of got to know him, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Off the deep end. Mm. Um, Ouch. Let's hope that genetics pan out a little bit differently. A few years roll by and he sobers up somewhat. Okay. Okay. And I had him in the car one day because he needed a ride and since he couldn't jump out on the interstate because he was a super big dude, by the way. Another oh, one of those. Like big dude, like overweight? Or we're talking about like just large and overweight, like big framed? Actually both. Okay. Yeah. Like I think my great grandfather or my grandfather on that side was like six seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that back in the day, that's like 20 feet tall Even now, now in the day. And for, yeah. for a girl, that's some genetics. Like yeah. I may feel a little large from time to time, but 
No. There's like genetically mm-hmm. speaking, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I can fold myself into a regular size vehicle, but anyhow. Yeah. yeah. So he couldn't escape the vehicle, and I was I had a moment to kind of ask him some of those questions, like, "Where have you been all my life?" But, yeah. um, we kind of unpacked. Was there it. music playing when you said that? Where have you been all my life? Gosh, I hope so. Did I have a soundtrack for that? I feel like you missed something if you didn't. Any kid with an absentee parent who finally gets the chance to ask their parent, what were you doing with all the time that you weren't with me, has definitely got a soundtrack for that moment. But it's probably... Did did you ever consider that it could have been you? All the time. Yeah. Of course. I mean... Because occasionally he did send gifts to my sister and I never got one. You never... So, oh my gosh. So, it's like process of elimination. Like, you're like... My my mom had six kids, so there was room to pick favorites. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I've asked her before she had favorites and she just said... All all from the same guy? Oh, no. The first four were from the dad who wasn't present. Okay. For my life. He did stick around for the others, so maybe you're onto something. (laughs) I was the youngest of the four. Look at me. Look at you. That was not the answer he gave, though, because I just did okay. ask. I was yeah. like, what were you doing with all that time? Yeah. And he starts telling me about his investigations. Okay. And he's sober enough that he's telling the story. Like, if if he was still, like, if he was still tweaking on something, I'm less likely to, right. to absorb all the details. But in this case, no, he was coherent and he was clear-headed. And he said just enough things that I had some suspicions that it might have been true. Wait, I'm are, not you about to, it. are you about to drop this on me that he was part of getting rid of the president, Kennedy, no. assassination? No. Okay. All right. I was like, what? But, is this a bombshell? Like, are we about to like, okay. Like, do you, I mean, like, how many details do you want about this? I mean, this? all of them. Like, I guess, oh, man, I don't want anybody to force me to jump off the building later. Like, I don't want to have to jump off a roof later. You don't want to tell me yeah, yeah, right, right, If right, I'm right, telling yeah, any of these yeah, conspiracy yeah. stories. But yeah, no, okay. like, he would tell me stories about corrupt local law enforcement murders that were actually conducted by sheriff's departments. That sort of thing. That's what Mm -hmm. he devoted his time to investigating. He was a vigilante. Well, in his mind. But again, everybody else had always just discredited him and said it was drugs and stuff. But Mm. the more he talked, the more details he gave. That let me know that some this is rooted in truth somewhere. Rooted in truth, yeah. So I'm wow. like, I was like, if you were an investigator, you weren't, you didn't have any money, like you didn't yeah. have a job. That's a hobby at best. And yeah. he was like, no, they paid me. And I was like, well, how did they pay you? And he's like, my my disability check. I was mm. like, you've got a disability. And he's like, no, I don't. But he got a disability check. He's like, like that it. was how they disguised my payment because I was an undercover agent. And I was who, like, oh, that is undercover. That is okay. very undercover. And who, and who is the they? Okay, right? So. We never know who they are. It. He started off doing these investigations on local murders. Okay. That okay. were being potentially done by the sheriff, which yes. I'm already in. Like, And he drops his paperwork off to the state justice department and everything else. And he said one day he gets a call, and my mother had to drive him to Jackson and drop him off. That's the Mississippi State Capitol, right? And yep. he has to go into this building. And he described the state capitol building and walking up to an office on the second floor or whatever floor it was. But he knew enough about the inside of the state capitol building that he must have been there. Right, right. And – he says they offered him the position of being in, like agent number one for the Office of Investigator General. Double one. And I'm like, Dad, I'm working on a master's degree in political science, and I just took a course on Mississippi politics, and we don't even have an Office of Investigator General. And he said, we don't, because at the end of that year, the legislature voted not to fund it. And so it just didn't happen. But at the time that they offered it to me and gave me an assignment – 
it was still going to happen. Okay, so that's just enough. Right, 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 right. Like if you are crazy and you're just doing drugs, right? Dude, so your dad, he didn't abandon you. He was out fighting. Oh, no. He totally crime. abandoned me. This was something that he picked up okay. along the way. I'm, just, I'm trying to salvage this. Okay. No, there's no salvaging that circumstance. I mean, how, but but it's cool. I mean, like, you know. Yeah, you turned out fine. Oh, I have a good mom. Yeah. 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 But, but he, uh, so he's telling the story and he describes some of his investigative research and, and at that point, he had been called in, and they wanted him to look into some prison murders. Dang. And he, he gets involved, and he does the research, and he has some information. And then he's name-dropping these people throughout the car ride. And again, I'm s- still kind of like, I don't really know what to believe about this guy, so I'm only paying half attention. And a few years pass. Let's, let's, we'll fast forward and... Um, like after he had passed away, so his he the drug episodes were real. Okay, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would get voicemails from him sometimes, and they would just be like rants, and I would get these emails that would just okay, just blech, delete, yep, yep. store whatever, and it would just be crazy stuff. So I years later after he passed away, I was just kind of thinking through that car ride, and some of those names still stuck in my head, and I decided to check those emails and I, I, okay, yeah, these are the same names. Like he's, t- it's okay, the same it, story. So it's a real, it's okay. a real story to him. Yep. And then I Google them and, oh, that's a real person. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Dang. Ramsey Clark was actually an attorney general for the United States under Kennedy or Johnson. I'm okay. not sure okay. around that okay. time. He was an amazing human being, mm. helped write the Civil Rights Acts. I mm. believe he even marched in um, Montgomery during some of the marches. Wow. Like he represented, was on the team that represented Saddam Hussein during some human rights trials. Like mm-hmm. he, he's very committed to, to human civil rights. rights. Yeah, yeah. Human rights and mm. civil rights, um, like the OG, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. a fascinating legal career in the United States. I think his father was also a Supreme Court justice. So the, fa- the whole family's got it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's who my dad said he was working on whenever he was investigating some of these prison murders. And I Google it, and sure enough, Ramsey Clark did, in fact, look into prison murders in the 90s in Mississippi. And there was another guy that my dad mentioned, and he was working on putting a documentary together because his brother was one of the ones who was killed during during the actual civil rights era in Mississippi. He'd come down like Freedom Summer mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. some work and was murdered by some of the racist, white supremacist clan, mm-hmm. whichever powers that be during that summer. Wow. So his brother was interested in doing some documentaries and he had exchanged communication with my dad. So I'm like... Like, wait, did you verify, independently verify that he had communications with your dad? Well, so once my dad had... I checked those emails, and in one of those emails, he's like, hey, they're asking me about giving them some of my information so they could do this documentary, and I need your input on this because I was a a fledgling attorney, and he thought I knew something, Mm. which, spoiler alert, baby lawyers don't know anything, right? Right, They just turn us out of law school and (laughs) say, go learn something now. Right, right. But... I had the names in that email, so then I, I contacted my uncle, and I'm like, okay, all this time I thought my dad was crazy, but now I'm beginning, maybe I am crazy because I'm believing some of it. And my uncle's yeah. like, no, that was real. I talked to those people. They were absolutely involved with him. Wow. Yes, that work was real. So I don't know that the documentary yeah. was ever produced. I don't know that anything came of it, but what I've kind of put together in my mind, what might have happened was... Something was happening, and the state of Mississippi wanted to know what sort of details 
are accessible to someone who's looking. Mm. So they hired my dad to 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 find the stuff ah. to see what information is, is out there. So then when my dad gives them the information and they can see this is our exposure. Yep. This is these are the loose ends we need this to tie up. This is like up. the banks that hire the people to rob them. So they see where their weaknesses, see where their weaknesses are? are. Okay, ah. yeah, like hack our system so hack we'll know. System. All right, I think that's what my dad was doing. So I don't know how they found him. I don't know who hired him. I don't know who was in that office. But I do believe that the work that he was doing was real. Wow. I believe that well, at least real enough to him. Like yeah. it was still shady. Yeah. But I think I think that I kind of like this, this is right. Ex- but I feel like this is a but movie do you see here. what I'm saying? Like, why would why would my super overweight, knocked out on the couch all of the time, yeah. dad know who Ramsey Clark was or who Ben Cheney was enough to to use their names and ask me these questions and the nuances of the Mississippi well, political structure? Well, my, my only pushback on that would have been like, let's say he was like a voracious reader and he like was not. He was a passed out drunk all okay. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's good. So in this movie, I now have a movie with like this deadbeat dad with a lot of kids who is always like kind of whining and crying in his bottle and he's very brooding and unhappy and there's like this kind of like sad relationship with his youngest daughter, this sweet girl who we can't quite figure out why, you know, he's just not better to her name's Haley. Um, and I'm trying to understand. It's Norse for heroin, by the way. Norse? Like as in the, it's Norse for like female hero. That's what that name means. Oh. I just want you to Haley, know that. Haley means female hero? I mean, it depends on what baby name book you pick up, pick up but in one of them, that's what it meant. Because yes. when you said heroin, I did not think drugs. of. Yeah, I just went right to drugs. That would like, be a lot more fun. Right. <laughs> it's like that, female drug. Fe- that's why I said female I'm just like, hero. So who plays your dad in this movie? Because because in the end we find out that he's really he is working for the government he's like deep state deep cover at but least. not like the real government but like the secret government the, the government that right. we all suspect is right. out there I watching think us deep state Were you my listening? dad this guy put tinfoil in his apartment windows before we knew what the NSA was about wow so like there was, was he some wearing crazy a suit. What was it, a soup pot on his head? For tornado protection? No, he was usually passed out kind of naked. Like the time that I finally drove to his apartment. scarring. Or drove to his apartment and be like, hi, you haven't seen me since I was like in kindergarten, but I would like to say hello to you. He was not wearing clothes. He had to get up and get dressed. And it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So Wow, yeah. He's a relaxed lifestyle (laughs) in some ways. Bohemian. (laughs) Bohemian. (laughs) Yeah. But it was so kind of cool. I did my best when I found out about that to reach out to Ramsey Clark, just write a letter and say, don't know if any of your research in the 90s actually came to fruition. Yeah. But my dad had mentioned it. I thought he was crazy. Now I realize possibly he wasn't. I don't know what kind of response I thought I would get, but I ended up getting no responses. And then Ramsey Clark passed away last year. So my dream of just meeting mm-hmm. him and maybe someday just having a coffee or something passed. But there's a Reddit thread out there. Somewhere where Ramsey Clark is in there through his daughter's account or granddaughter's account, like answering questions and talking about his career. Wow. If you just need to deep dive into somebody's biography, he is the guy. In the meantime, somebody recently has put out a documentary about him, and there's probably plenty of information on the Internet. He's written several books, but Hmm. fascinating legal career. Apparently, my dad's was kind of fascinating, too, but in a very different way. Much shorter documentary, but... But still interesting. That was the time that I discovered that a person who I just thought was a crazy conspiracy theorist turned out to maybe have an element yeah. of reality to it, which is probably true for most yeah. conspiracy theorists. There's an element of truth to a lot of what's yeah. being said there. 
Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.